Hello everyone and welcome to Spooky Burrito, the monthly weird, paranormal and spooky episode of Grief Burrito. For this month's episode, I got this one boy you might want to hear about, Jordan. Yes? His name? Yes? Ben? Yes? His life? Yes? Drowned. <laughs> Jesus, man. I didn't realise it was going there. <laughs> Fair? Okay. We're talking about a haunted game and the legend that is Ben Drowned. Glugle, glugle, glugle. That's my drowning noise. Is that your drowning noise? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you wonderful spooky travellers, and welcome to Spooky Burrito. I didn't write the number. That's what I was checking before. Spooky Burrito 27. 27? It's gone. It's out of control. It's spooked all the way. It's haunting all the games. It's getting all about it. So tell me, Jordan, what's the most haunted cheese? The most haunted cheese? The most haunted cheese. It's got to be cheddar, hasn't it? Tangy, spooky. (laughs) So beautiful. So tasty. So versatile. Oh, spread it on a burger, spread it on your mac and cheese. You gotta oh, think mate. about it this way, Harrison. You gotta think about it this way, yeah? If you think mm-hmm. of like some it's so generic that so many blocks of that cheese have been made that so many people have got to die making it, you know? And then their soul gets ebbed into it. Point. That is a very good point. Soul ebbed cheese is, is what soul you're selling ebbed me today. Cheese. I I did not know where I was going with that, so no, I'm pretty happy I like with it, the way though. it turned out. Yeah, it turned out great. I think you make a fair point. Like, there's that much of, of it around that it could be haunted. I'm 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 sailing along this cheese ship with you. I'm I'm agreeing. So should we get into today's <laughs> you're, episode? You're, you're agreeing with me, are you? I ah, oh, well done, well done. <laughs> I I would usually hate like that kind of pun, but that was that good that yes, I'll I'll, I'll allow this one for the episode that is not being chopped. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should this say month's sliced, spooky but burrito. that's fine. Yeah, okay, all right. The, shredded. <laughs> Let's go shredded. Let's go. I'll agree with shredded. <laughs> this month's speaky, speaky Burrito, we thought we'd venture into one of the dark and most influential gaming legends that sprouted up like a Deku scrub in the early days of the internet. On the 7th of December 2010, a college student moved into their new dorm room starting their sophomore year. A friend provided a Nintendo 64 along with a yellow controller and a somewhat shoddy copy of Super Smash Bros. Before long, he was comfortable defeating the challenging level 9 bots the game could provide, and he took to looking for more games. More games! He needed more games, Jordan. So the morning started like any other. Like a mystical music coming in here. And our wonderful protagonist, how do you say it? Jad Usable? I have never seen that name before, and it threw me. I was like, have you spelt something wrong? <laughs> that's what it said on the uh, on the main page, and that's the guy's channel. So it's just Jad, Jad Usable. Yeah, Jad. Let's go with Jad. Let's breathe it down to Jad. So he decided to drive around a few neighborhoods about 20 minutes or so off campus, hitting up the local garage sales, hoping to score on some good deals from ignorant parents obviously selling off their children's games cheap. What a bastard. It stated that he ended up picking up a copy of Pokemon Stadium, Goldeneye, Fuck Yes, F-Zero, and two other controllers for $2. That is a steal, a mighty steal. As his little gaming treasure hunt was coming to a close and he'd already begun his drive back to campus, he noticed one more house. 
He pulled his car to stop outside the driveway with a single table out front. And as he stood there looking down at the pieces of random junk, he suddenly noticed an old man. Poof! His outward appearance was, for lack of a better word, displeasing. It was odd. If you asked me to tell you why I thought he was displeasing, I couldn't really pinpoint anything. He had a giant head. <laughs> he had no lips. <laughs> Don't start that already. There was just something about him that put me on edge. I can't explain it. All I can tell you is that if it wasn't in the middle of the afternoon and there were other people within shouting distance, I would not have even thought of approaching this man. The old man flashed him a crooked smile and asked, <laughs> That's not sorry. The old man flashed him and he, he thought, well, that's no, me done. put that away. <laughs> so the old man flashed him and then showing him his goods said, what are you buying? He noticed that the old man must have been blind in one of his eyes. His right eye had that glazed over look about it. He forced himself to look him in the left eye instead, trying not to offend, and asked, Doth thou have any video games, good sir? Thoughts ran through his head as to how he might excuse himself from the junk-covered table without offending the old man in case he replied, I have no idea what video game is. Instead, the old man blinked one eye then the other, like some kind of frogman, and said, I'll be back in a jiffy. But who knows how long a jiffy actually is. Curious, he looked through the items on the table, it was obvious why no one was visiting this guy's garage sale. They weren't exactly aesthetically pleasing. In the box were a collection of inkblot tests, and one that tugged on the memory of our hero, Jad, as it looked vaguely like a cursed mask in a game <laughs> from his childhood. The Majora's Mask. It's not called The Majora's Mask. I know it's just called Majora's Mask, but, you know, I've got to give it a good old title. It's got to be... Oh, deep. okay. I thought that was something from the story that you just, like, put in there, not that you added yourself. No, I was just adding that in myself, just for cursed effect, as well as the voice. Would you approach this old guy, then, if it was you? Would you just be like, nah, I don't want to die today? Over what is definitely, like, scrawled images that he's probably made himself in his garage sale? Yeah. I probably wouldn't. No, I don't think I would go over there and ask him. Well, they're inkblot tests, aren't they? Was the Yeah, like, is it Rorschach tests? Rorschach tests, yeah. If someone's selling Rorschach tests, I'd be pretty concerned immediately. Yeah, because that says he's been for Rorschach tests at a psychiatrist. <laughs> How many people go for Rorschach tests? I've never had one. Uh, listeners, let us know if you've ever been for a Rorschach test. Yeah, let us know in the comments below. I'd, I, I don't know anyone who has. I remember doing that kind of thing in school with paints, you know, just to make a pattern and you had to draw what you saw on it. So I suppose that was like a weird thing in primary school to do. Maybe that's how they wheedle out like I, danger kids. I have you know, never done that before. They do it early are to you figure okay? out which kids... Yeah, they figure out which kids are going to be a problem later on in life, you know. <laughs> was one of them you? No, I was fine in school. Didn't pay attention much, but yeah, I was all right. Yeah, look at us. Yes. You didn't pay attention. I was never there. Exactly. Now we have a successful podcast. It all works out really well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our hero suddenly jumped. The old man was holding out in front of him an N64 cartridge. It was grey, and scrawled across it was Majora. <laughs> Hold up. This is like the man sensed our hero's thoughts. He knew what game he wanted. Old crusty man, some dank kid. A game. That game. Madras Mask is what Harrison's written. <laughs> and how did he know it was that game? You may think it had a label. Did it? No. It did not. The old crust boy had taken his darkest, blackest, most mysterious marker and scrawled Majora across the front of it. Yes, that's what might have happened. Harrison. Yes. 
Do you think the marker was an interdimensional object of evil that has condensed all of the old man's previous victims into a horrific yet incredibly practical means of writing curses? Or a sharp Ouija? <gasps> oh! Well done, Jordan. That was amazing. Yes, I, I am completely for this spirit pen. I think he's bound children inside the pen and funneled their souls straight into the games. Without a doubt, you are onto something. And the worst thing is, the old man said he could have it for free. This just screams, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> it belonged to a kid your age who doesn't live here anymore. It's immediately like a fuck that. Yeah, I would be straight out of there. <laughs> I just whap the game out of his hand into his probably overgrown lawn. And while he's in there with his legs sticking out, trying to diggle around, finding his game, I'd flip his table on top of him, get in my car and speed off. <laughs> so what does the protagonist do then, Harrison? Our protagonist, Jad, was shocked, but the man was adamant. He smiled and said, Goodbye, Goodbye then. then. Goodbye then. Goodbye then. Goodbye, Ben. The old man said in a weird, slurred voice. All through the car ride, Jad just mulled over what he could have said, and maybe he'd heard him wrong. Goodbye, Ben. I reckon he was drunk. I reckon he was just wankered. Just getting pissed and doing garage sales. Do you think that's what gets him through the day? Is that not what you do, like on a daily basis? Just get pissed, all the time. Put up a little pace table in your garage. Personally, I prefer a lemonade stand. People come over, but like it's a kid-sized lemonade stand, so there's just me stood behind it, and it's just like my knees Hazard's through like the hole. Foot. That's the issue. With lemonade, <laughs> I'm dressed as the lemonade stand, so like the sign is part of my body, and the lemon is my head, and I've got my face painted yellow at the top. Jesus Christ, this is some Noel Fielding kind of shit. This has got weird real fast. <laughs> Let's get on to the next section. Dawn of the first. To his surprise, the game actually worked. His little dorm lit up with Majora's title screen of the mass spinning towards him. But when he reached the screen with the file names, it simply said, Ben. The old man hadn't said goodbye then. He said, goodbye, Ben. Our hero Jad started a new file with the classic name Link as his character name, which seemed a shame because Ben just below that his file had three out of four boss remains, nearly all the masks you can collect in the game, and had left his save at an owl statue at Stone Tower Temple, about an hour from when the moon would crash into the town. He was so close to saving Termina. The new game files seemed to run fine for an old beat-up game, except for one or two glitches in sounds or the odd misplaced texture. That and sometimes the non-player characters would refer to him as Ben, and other times Link. To solve the problem, our player went to the title screen, felt a moment of guilt at the thought of deleting the Ben file, but went ahead anyway. He planned on leaving the file out of respect, and he wouldn't need two files, but the strange nature of the game had got to him. But this didn't solve the problem. Now the NPCs did not refer to him by name at all. There was just a blank space where his name should be. That's enough playing for today. <sighs> So, a brief moment of respite to talk about our thoughts on this game. Like we said before, I would have not taken this game. Would you? I would have reported the guy to the police. Yeah, straight up. There no, was a guy trying no to give away chance. free games to kids. No chance he was wearing anything under that trench coat. I'm assuming no. he was wearing a trench coat. Or the table was tall enough that it was up to his waist and just from... If you looked in from the back, it was just bare ass facing the street. <laughs> <laughs> Old man Jenkins has got his ass out again. 
If you're short enough, yeah. like under the table, you just see like dick and balls. But luckily, everyone's <laughs> tall enough. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't have taken. Even then, it's no, like definitely not. If it's not working the way it's meant to, just yeet it. Just throw it out of the exactly, window. Yeah, just get it out of there. Take old Ben. See you later, Ben. Just frisbee him out the window. <laughs> Let someone else deal with it on campus. Uh, yeah, I would like exactly. to just say that there are this videos available in the link in the description for this episode. So if you want a pause after each section that we're talking about, you can watch the videos along with us because we have gone through and watched them. So should we do the next section, Jordan? Yes. Okay. So on the next day of playing, our gamer extraordinaire decided to attempt the fourth day glitch. Now, if you try this and time talking to the astronomer and looking through the telescope right as the moon begins to crash, which would usually end your game, you cause a little glitch that gets you an extra day to complete the tasks in the game. However, when he pressed B to stop looking through the telescope, he was suddenly atop the clock tower in the center of town, right below the Majora's Mask wearing Skull Kid and the looming moon above. But there was no sound. There was no music. There was just the Skull Kid. Shaking himself out of the scare, he reached for the reset button, thinking it only a glitch. But instead, he received a message just as his fingers hovered over the N64's reset button. You're not sure why, but you apparently had a reservation. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was supposed to be a lady's voice. <laughs> Why'd you put man voice? <laughs> just because I wanted you to do it in a lady's voice next. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what kind of lady's voice? I, I, the ladiest voice that you can muster. <laughs> You're not sure why, but you apparently had a reservation. A message he'd recognised from another moment in the game when you received the room key in the Stockpot Inn. Followed by the option... Lady voice. Uh, if you want to do the lady voice, go for it. Go to the lair of the temple's boss. Ooh. <laughs> I'm a lady. It's a ghost lady. He clicked yes, hoping to at least just get out of the bound-in area at the top of the clock tower, only to appear in clock town with the message dawn of the new day the game completion message but something wasn't right the town was empty all the villagers gone the music that was playing was the song of healing but it was backwards he felt strange uneasy and every now and then he thought he heard the happy mass salesman's laugh echo somewhere in the distance but he could never seem to find him the town itself was missing textures, some places he walked on air as the entire game geometry was missing, and that music that just kept playing was dizzying and he started to feel sick. He felt like he could cry, and no matter how much he tried to leave the town, he would appear in other areas. And then it happened. The animation played of the Elegy of Emptiness, which causes the copy of a Link statue to appear with its strange distorted grinning face which spawned. And every time you ran, it would spawn again, following. He tried attacking it, he tried running, and nothing worked. Running didn't work, and eventually he was cornered. The game wasn't the only thing breaking. The fourth wall now was too. He ran and ran, turning into one of many tunnel doorways in the clock town, only to appear back atop the tower. The player noticed not only had the music changed to the Stone Tower Temple theme, he now had the hero's bow equipped and a thought flashed through his mind. In the normal uncorrupted game, if you shoot the Skull Kid as Deku Link, you get the Ocarina of Time to return to the first day. In a last ditch attempt, he shot directly at the Skull Kid who still hovered in place, only to receive the message, that won't do you any good. 
Link's body was lifted off the ground, held for a brief moment in the air, and then burst into flames. Whoa. Link screamed and died. And the Skull Kid laughed. The player was shaken by what had just happened. None of this was in the regular game. The screen faded to black only for Link to reappear in the same place over and over. But on the third time, Link appeared already dead. And Jad couldn't move him. The regular message appeared. <laughs> You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? It appeared on the screen only to have the game take him back to the game selection screen. His save file was now gone and been replaced with another. His heart dropped as he saw the Ben's save file that had returned. But the one that made his hands sweat once more was the one above it. The one above Ben had only three starting hearts of health, no masks and no items. Its name, however, was worse. Your turn stared back at him. Your turn, Ben. Our player turned off his N64, and I damn well would too. Is the crusty old man a hacker, Harrison? <laughs> or is he capturing souls inside games with his soul pen? <laughs> Dawn of the second play. Are you not really happy with that pun, by the way? Because I was. I, I was no, so, I'm very happy. I saw it and I was like, ha, so nice. When our player took up that controller once more, his curiosity got the better of him. On the title screen, after being treated to a horrendously high-pitched sound, he found the first file, Your Turn, and the second file, Ben, still remained. Only Ben's file was slightly different. He had now completed Stone Tower Temple. Our player steeled his resolve and clicked the file. And he was plunged into pure chaos. The zone's name appeared on screen as only st, st, o, n, and then e. A dialog box then popped up filled with absolute gibberish. Absolute wham! Absolute gobbledygook. Gobbledygook! And Link's gobbledygooky body was bent horrifically sideways. <laughs> that sound rang out, and the statue was back. But the screen flashed white, and it read Dawn of the New Day. One minute he was back in the town as the Deku Scrub, the happy mass salesman staring at him through the clock tower door. And the next, he was human again, stood in Termina Field, right in front of the mass salesman. But to his side were a pony the horse, the school kid, and the statue. The happy mass salesman, living up to his name, just grinned. Do you know what our player did next, Jordan? Tell me. He pulled out the ocarina. The ocarina of time? Yes. Did he start playing the better game, which is ocarina of time? Nope. Nope, because this is the better game. And he played the mask salesman's own song at him. The song of healing. To which burst him into flames yet again. Wait, the, wait, the, the mask man or Link? Link, Link burst into flames. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, Palpatine lightning hands. Just <laughs> it's like playing uh, Wonderwall in front of Noel and Liam Gallagher. Yes, literally. The, the stare that you would get would turn you to straight up ash. And then that message popped up again. You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? This time, when our player reappeared, he was on the beach of Great Bay. And he was now Zora Link. Epina stood close to the water, neighing, and seemed to be facing strangely to the sea, but nothing was ahead of her. He approached and realised that something must be below the waves, and he waded out into the water and dove down below. The water was dark, foggy, and bleak, but a little light began to glow, 
and there it was. The elegy of emptiness statue stood on the sand. All of a sudden, Zoralink began to drown. Being a species that lives underwater, this should be impossible. Zoralink doesn't even have a drowning animation in the game. So he just he just stood there. He was just there in the water, and then his health started going down. Is what's happening. There's no animation for. No, it. no. Like in the actual clip, you can see he does actually drown. Huh. He starts like grabbing his throat as he dies. Well, that's is that where his gills are, or did he just get some fish bone stuck in his throat? Maybe he swallowed a fish bone. Maybe his gills are side gills, <laughs> like body gills. I don't know. Maybe he followed a, swallowed a fish bone. Suddenly he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Fruity. <laughs> But this time, he didn't respawn. He was just taken back to the title screen. He pressed start again to see if the file would take him back to Great Bay. But the saves had changed. Now Ben was first, and below it sat a new file which he hadn't seen before. And this one said drowned. Was this true? Had Ben really drowned? And what had the old man had to do with it? Do you think he could have drowned him? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you'd be in Majora's Mask if it did. You imagine how pissed off you'd be as a ghost if you were that kid and you hated Majora's Mask. Yeah, like you said, what if you preferred Ocarina of Time? Yeah, he's just there, just like, ooh, Ben drowned, he's in this video game. And it's actually just like, he's just pissed off because he's in this game he hates. This game sucks! <laughs> this game's fucking terrible! I only have three days! What am I supposed to do with this short amount of time? <laughs> Thinks it's a timer, so when the three days are up, you've got to take the game back. It's not like this old man running like an old system of blockbuster rental from his garage. <laughs> He might be. <laughs> he comes back and he's like, you got some late fees on this Ben Drown game. <laughs> Dawn of the final play. The game obviously isn't through with me. It taunts me with new save files. It wants me to keep playing. It wants me to go further. But I'm done with this shit. I'm not touching any more of the files. This is already way too horrifying for me and I don't even believe in the paranormal. But I'm running out of explanations. Why would someone send this message to me? I don't understand it. I just get too depressed thinking about it. The footage is up here for those who want to see it and try and analyze it. Maybe there's some kind of coded message in the gibberish or something symbolic in what I went through. I'm too emotionally and mentally drained to fuck with it anymore. Jedusable was haunted by what he'd played. It had affected his well-being, his mind in waking life and in his dreams were haunted by the thoughts of Ben drowning. The post of this story were even taken over by his roommate who claimed he'd become distant, cold, and depressed. And some say he even turned into a game cartridge himself, and in place was left only a mask. <laughs> Perhaps he's inside the old man's next game he hands out. The next poor person that comes up and rifles through his little dank box finds a different... <laughs> Don't say that. What, dank box? <laughs> no, no. Stop rummaging through that man's dank box. <laughs> That box was definitely dank. That's all I'm saying. That man's got a really Clammy dank gross. box. Ugh. Ugh, it's so gross. old and wrinkly. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> so, many more strange occurrences happened in this story that we can't fit into this episode. However, if you want to check it out, I will leave a link, like I said, in the description so you can take a look for yourself. The videos are worth watching. They are very strange. They are very weird. There's one called The End on YouTube that is pretty damn intense, which I sent over to you minutes ago. Did I not, Jordan? You did, yes. If, if you have to watch any of it, watch it from like 10 minutes in because it is a half an hour video and it's, it's quite long. But I did sit there and watch through pretty much all of it because it's just very, very strange. And it's, it's not like cheesy flashing up stuff like you're expecting. This one actually has like a lot of content put into it. 
The story really does unfold and it becomes quite impressive. Whether this is all a story or not, it comes down to the fact that Jad Usable, if that's how we're going to say the name, created something that was actually pretty amazing story-wise. The final battle that you see in the video, the music tied with it and the location that they utilize underneath the clock tower actually makes me want to play this, whether it's a ROM hack or a haunted game. I'm not going to spoil it, but you should watch it. You really should. And if there is a place to play it, I would very much like to play it. And perhaps we finally get to the bottom of what happened to Ben. <gasps> what do you think, J-Man? I think it's a load of horseshit. <laughs> it's a ROM hack, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's a creepypasta. Yeah, it's it's interesting, though. But <laughs> like I said to you in one of the bits we cut, it is yeah. very cringeworthy reading this shit back because it's like it's it it's is every yeah. creepy pasta ever of like the body was mangled yeah. and sideways and there was an indescribable feeling of dread and it's always and like, his eyes were gone and his eyes were just bleeding and it's like oh <laughs> yeah I remember the first time I heard this though it's it is quite creepy it is a creepy little thing and I do like there's accompanying videos and rom hacks that people have made of this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's a nice little peek into video game history. Yeah, because this is like the same era of like the whole Slenderman stuff, isn't it? When yeah. Creepypasta really started to kick off. And this was one, one of the really big ones. And it's nice when a legend can span from such a small story. Like when you when you watch the early, early videos, you can see that it's just game clips and something weird that's going on in, in the ROM hack or whatever that's been made. And the story, like you said, it is very cringy. However, as it gets further on, once you get into it, it starts to become a, a little more high quality. And that last video at the end, like I said, it is actually pretty impressive. And it feels very much like the Marble Hornets kind of era of Slenderman, if you remember that. Not really, no. Did you never watch those? No. Oh, right. Okay. I will send you some of those videos because <laughs> they're very do. interesting. That's awesome. I feel like this is only cringy because we've seen so much of them now or so many. You know what I mean? Like the first time I read yeah, this, yeah. I wouldn't have cringed it because I didn't realize it was cringeworthy because it was just like, oh, this is kind of interesting and unique. And then there were 5,000 other ones. And then you were like, right, this is getting too much now. Stop. Yeah, totally. And we're reading these back through the eyes of like in our mid twenties, like when we were yeah. 15 reading this from, a, I think the guy was probably about 15 when he wrote it. Exactly. It comes across like that. It's like, uh, it, you know, it it's more you accept it a lot more. You're like, oh, it's scary. It's like reading ghost stories as you're a kid. You sort of believe it a lot more than you do in your mid-20s. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some weird ghost stuff that could be real or not. Like, you know, whatever it is, weird shit happens. Well, that's But it's it. definitely we're, more believable as a young kid. We're at the age of being skeptical about everything. And especially yeah, something yeah. that's been around this long, we've seen all the stuff about it. We're super skeptical. But yeah, well, I think we were lucky enough to read this back when we were younger. So I read this when I was like 15, 16, I think, roughly. Right, okay. So definitely I would have at the time been like, oh no, spooky stuff. But now I'm not. <laughs> Ben's coming for my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben's no, coming I for understand. that ass with the pen. <laughs> I said eyes, pen. not ass. <laughs> you don't know what I want I from Ben. <laughs> yeah, apparently not, no. Drown me you in... You want to spook <laughs> and haunt my ass? Are you going to say want, drown me in I ass? I want Ben to drown me in... On that note, if you like today's episode and if you're enjoying the episode so far, remember to drop us a review wherever you're listening as it helps us find new listeners. And remember to tell one person about Grief Brito, your favorite person. Just keep telling them over and over 
and over and over. We'll be continuing this little chat over on our Patreon. Uh, subscribers can get this bonus episode for only two pounds per month. There's so much on there that you can... Harrison, please. Again. So we will see you over on the Patreon as we'll chat a bit more. Shall we smoke out of here? Let's go. Ooh. Let's do it. Start reading the next bit and over and over.